0: Please lower your head and watch your step while boarding. Welcome to the Attractions Podcast. You are all clear for dispatch. Have fun. Yes. Hello, everybody. Thank you for joining us and welcome to episode 140 of the Attractions Podcast, sponsored by Destinations with Character Travel. I'm Carly. And I'm Matt. And we are here to talk to you about the latest and greatest in theme park news and more, as well as a little bit of what's going on in our own lives. So, Matt, you are getting ready for a big, exciting week.
1: Yeah, I had a pretty good week uh, last week, too. Um, We went out to the escape game in Orlando and I Drive. Tried out a new escape. Well, it's not a new one. New for us. It's called The Playground. And our reporter, Andy Haynes, will have a review of that pretty soon. Um, then, I uh, went to, uh, Disney Springs to the dine-in theater. First time I've been back to that theater since before the pandemic. Um, and we saw Downton Abbey. It was really good. I cried. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but, uh, it's interesting. You used to be, you go to your seat and you would order your food right there and they bring it to you. Bring it, yeah. Now you have to go into the lobby, order your food at, a, at the register, and then they'll bring your food to you. So. Well, interesting change. Yeah. And then yesterday, I tried to go to MegaCon, but I sat in my car for an hour. MegaCon's a big convention here in Orlando, um, and um, I sat in my car for an hour and uh, couldn't get parked. And then I got a notification on Twitter: all the parking lots at all of all sides of the Orlando Convention Center were full. Right, like, I saw. Yeah, I don't know how many spaces that is, but that's crazy. So. Um, I had Quinn, uh, my son Quinn and a reporter and his fiance with me and I dropped them off uh, to run across the street as I drove by. Um, so it, was, it still took us an hour to get up to the convention center just to right. drop them off
0: what a but,
1: mess uh, so i'm going back today hopefully uh it'll be better they've uh, arranged for me to get some media parking today so oh. hopefully i can get to the media parking within a short amount of time
0: right uh, and by the time you get there you're exhausted yeah.
1: over it <laughs> yeah that's so luckily sunday's usually not as crowded as saturday's a big day so i have uh, high hopes uh so uh, if you're watching this live uh, on YouTube or Twitter or wherever, uh, you can follow our socials for some posts from MegaCon later today. And then, yeah, you mentioned a big trip. So mm-hmm. Tuesday we're heading out to California um, for star Wars celebration, which starts Thursday. We're uh, going to spend a day at Disneyland, uh, get a preview of the lion King festival show coming uh, to Disneyland park. And uh, then the next week after uh, Celebration, after our next podcast, I'll be going to um, uh, Universal Hollywood. My first time on uh, Secret Life of Pets and first time on Jurassic World since it was changed over. So I'm really excited for those.
0: That is so exciting. Those two are my top 10 attractions in the country of US theme parks. They're absolutely incredible.
1: What about you? What have you been up to?
0: So, I spent a day in Destin at the beach. So, that was nice. nice. Uh, I went to Jacksonville with a friend who's local. So, she took me to all the really cool breweries. And then after that, I was kind of inundated with updating and writing new stories about the Disney Genie Plus change. Uh, Yes. I ended my week. Uh, I know you updated the uh, frequently asked question portion on attractions. So, highly recommend people checking that out if you are. Planning an upcoming trip, I think it's going to be very important for some. if you
1: if you just give our listeners an overview of what the change was,
0: right. So this is only for Walt Disney World, not Disneyland, that we know of yet. But basically, when you um, would purchase your tickets in advance or make a park reservation, you were able to pre-purchase and reserve the Disney Genie Plus service. So that's the paid service. But now they have announced that you cannot book it until midnight, the day of your visit, and also stressing the subject to availability, which is, I think, very nerve-wracking, especially for families getting ready for summer. This is our first summer season with Disney Genie, so that is a total crapshoot. I mean, I know you probably, and I I don't really use it that often, but I no. have, used, just because we're there so often, I have used it in the past. It's okay, but... I just don't use it often, but I definitely feel for the family that is planning their summer trip. Maybe they go once a year. Maybe they go once every few years. So this directly impacts it because of the subject to availability. That means at 12.01 a.m. it could be sold out for the day.
1: Well, I have to, uh, our, our reporters, Simon and Susan, Vanessa updated that for us. So I'm a little in the dark about it. I understand what the, happened, but has it ever sold out before or, or re- it, really, it, really, really worried that's it's going to? It
0: hasn't and they've never stressed that before.
1: Hmm. So
0: that is why I'm a little nervous for the summer season coming up. Uh, so you book it at 12, then you have to then get up, make sure you're by your phone at least a few minutes before seven to kind of get ready. So if you are a parent going to Disney this summer, Disney World, uh, you're probably not going to sleep that much. I'm sure you probably weren't going to anyway. But this is definitely something we'll have to keep up with because who knows how it's going to go.
1: Well, before, you could book it ahead, but you still had to get up that morning to book your selections, correct? So that right. didn't change.
0: No, so that didn't change. It's just now you have to stay up to midnight or, you know, if you go to I, – I mean, me personally, I don't stay up late when I'm doing theme park right.
1: Days. You want to get so, to bed early.
0: You know, it's like, and I don't even have kids. So I don't know what that's going to be like for the parent. They put their baby to sleep. They go to sleep. Then they set the alarm. Are the kids going to wake up at midnight? Like,
1: I saw somebody um, wrote a question on our FAC. Um They said, I want to stay off my phone while I'm at Disney, but I want to take advantage of all this. Can somebody at home, logged into my account, book it for me? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I guess so. I don't think it. I think it needs you to have a park reservation and pass, but I don't think it needs to know where you are physically. So yeah, that's a good idea. You go to bed at nine and you have uncle Harry log into your account at midnight and book it for you.
0: Yes, that that could definitely work. I mean, maybe we're going to see some sort of concierge service where you could hire. Oh, there you go. um, Business idea. (laughs) (laughs) It's a good idea. Um, I know I, I wouldn't want it if this was my once a year annual trip i would probably make it a point to get it at midnight just to be safe yep yep we do not know what's gonna happen so we'll definitely keep an eye out if you're going check out that frequently asked question story very good a lot of nuances there's a lot going on so get ready to know about virtual queues lightning lanes a la carte a normal Disney Genie Plus. Yeah, so, and
1: it, it it confuses us. So if it confuses us and we're the experts, um, good luck.
0: <laughs> right. I, I know. It's so insane. I'm like, how many times have I written about this? But I still, my brain is just like disintegrates. into Yeah, life. yeah. So I, I can't imagine. I do wish they called the a la carte service something else.
1: Right. Because it's yeah. like, it even on their website, yeah.
0: there's Disney Genie Plus Lightning Lane, then another column, Individual Lightning Lane. Yeah. It should have yeah. just... I feel like it would be so much better if they just called it something else, you know? Yes, I agree. Yes. Um, Okay, so enough of our Disney Genie Plus. Uh, (laughs) Let's get into this week's news. Okay, and first up, Universal Superstar Parade at Universal Orlando is ending in June. So come June 4th, 2022, after a 10-year run, the Superstar Parade will make its final loop around the park. So if you've seen it, this is a 30-minute parade that made its debut in 2012, and it brings together... All of our favorite characters from Universal Pictures, Illuminations Entertainment, and Nickelodeon television shows. It's super high energy with a procession music. There's lots of walking entertainers that dance along the side, and kind of have. There's been floats from SpongeBob and to Despicable Me, of course, and then in recent years they added a Secret Life of Pets. So it will make its final stop this June, and we do not know what's gonna happen next. You know, I'm assuming that they are going to make way for a new entertainment experience, but Universal has been kind of keeping mums on that.
1: Yeah, the the parade's been a lot of fun. I think people have always enjoyed it. Um, It's been a hit with fans uh it also does something unique as they take the parade floats and bring them out during the day one at a Mm -hmm. time different ones and have all the characters around them for like a a photo uh meet and greet type type of thing um i don't know if they'll keep these floats around and keep doing that part of it they didn't specify and just not have a parade part of it i would assume like you said some kind of uh entertainment will replace it i would assume some kind of parade would replace it um i know the parade at, uh, in Japan, uh, Universal is really awesome with, uh, you know, Jurassic Park with a huge dinosaur on the parade float and some other cool things. So I'm hoping that they take a cue from them. Right. Um, I went to Hollywood and I went to not Hollywood. I went to universal Japan a few years ago and one of the parade uh, parades like shot foam out at everybody as you went down the parade float. So that was kind of interesting.
0: Right. I I definitely think you can use an upgrade. I do. Like you said, I'm a fan of the small cavalcades or just when they stay put. And so that was kind of one of my favorite parts in front of cafe La Bamba They would just kind of stay there for 20 minutes the characters would all be there and it was great for doing you know selfies and whatnot so i thought that was always exciting so hopefully they will use kind of that inspiration and we can't wait to see what they think of next yep okay and now we are going over to the west coast so you can party like your planet depends on it during d23 galactic disco night So this is part of the big Star Wars Celebration Anaheim fan event that's about to take place. And so D23 is getting in the action and they are going to be hosting a party at the House of Blues Anaheim. So this is going to take place on May 26th, which I believe is the opening night of the convention and it's going to be kind of inviting everyone to get dressed up a rebel, rogue, whatever you want and they're going to have grammy nominated DJ Meyer Hawthorne and he is going to lay down otherworldly boogie and funky beats and they're also uh, promising surprise character appearances which they've kind of kept quiet on so I'm excited to see what that is as well as special photo backdrops and more. And admission includes a taco bar, a commemorative keepsake. And again, this is for D23 members. So it's gonna run you $75 per person plus a a processing fee. And you will have to prove that you are a member to attend. And this is all part of the Star Wars Celebration, the ultimate fan experience running May 26th through May 29th. So this weekend at the Anaheim Convention Center. Are you going to go to this when you're out there?
1: Yeah. Um, actually, they invited us to check it out. So I Very saved a little cool. money on that. But um, uh, the um, And one thing to note is you have to be a D23 member. You don't have to be a D23 Gold member. So you just need a free membership. So if you don't have one, you can get a membership for free um, and then you can buy tickets to this. It sounds like a really good time.
0: Yeah, that sounds really, really fun and like a good way to kick it off. And, you know, you'll be out of the convention center. So it'll be nice to get some space because I'm sure that's going to be pretty crazy.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting that it's at uh, House of Blues, which I believe used to be at downtown Disney. Now it's down at the uh, I can't remember the name of the shopping center down the street, but uh, it's
0: like the the Anaheim Walk, I think. Yeah,
1: something Uh, something over there. Very
0: close. You can still kind of walk to it if you're staying out of Disneyland. Yeah, it's actually
1: closer to the convention center than it is to Disneyland. Mm -hmm. So,
0: Yes, I think that'll be that should be really fun. I'm excited to see pictures and whatnot. Yep. Okay, uh Lightyear sneak peeks are coming to Disney Parks. So, get ready, Space Rangers. Beginning May 20th, so this just this past weekend, guests visiting Disney's Hollywood Studios at Walt Disney World can catch a sneak peek of seeing some Lightyear before Disney and Pixar's newest sci-fi adventure premieres in theaters on June 17th, 2022. So, if you're not familiar, uh Lightyear is an origin origin story of Buzz Lightyear, and it's going to follow the legendary Space Ranger, voiced by Chris Evans, as he's kind of on this intergalactic adventure with a group of ambitious recruits and his robot companion, Socks. So we do know that other sneak peeks are going to be coming to Disneyland Paris and Disney Cruise Line. So did you check this out yet?
1: No, I haven't seen this uh, preview. They had a uh, short preview for media, which I missed, so I didn't. I didn't catch that either. But from what I've heard, it's pretty good. Um, I think, yeah, this preview started already, uh, um, so I'll have to get out there. I, well, I'm, I'm probably not going to make it out there till I make it out to California, and they haven't right. announced when it's coming there. So if it happens to show up on there, I'll see it. But uh, yeah, I'm excited for this movie. It looks pretty good.
0: Me too. I mean, that's it's going to be so interesting because he's such a complicated character in a, you know in the realm of a Pixar movie so i'm excited to see how like how it all began okay Now, switching back to uh, Disney World, Disney has announced new art display and store coming to Orlando on May 31st. So, visitors coming to Orlando will be treated to a little bit of Disney magic starting on May 31st as a new animated art display featuring Mickey, Minnie, and other Fab 50 characters come to International Drive, along with a new Walt Disney World store. So, not a Disney store, a Walt Disney World store. So, right now, there's a larger-than-life uh, ribbon-like banner that features the Disney characters. It's uh, blue and gold along with the Disney 50th celebration. So this looks really cool, and it's um, on I-Drive at the Hollywood Plaza garage where the junction of uh, Sand Lake Road is. So this is really neat. Have you seen it in person yet?
1: Yeah, it's not ready to go yet, but I've uh, driven by and seen them building it. It's uh, You can see it on I-4, so if you're going on I-4, look over towards the International Drive side and it's um the building the owner of uh mangoes
0: uh restaurant
1: oh. uh, owned built this garage next to mangoes so that's yeah that's what it's on and i think there's wow. a hamburger place at the bottom right now uh so this store will open and i know the store is said it's also going to be a first of its kind for something interactive with the disney vacation club and i think because of the location of where it is that's essentially what the reason for the store being there is to sell Disney Vacation Club memberships to people who happen to be walking up and down I Drive.
0: Right, yeah, and like I, I didn't realize it was the Mangoes Garage. So you will definitely see this some I four. Yeah, you're gonna wanna probably get off. I'm getting kind of uh, preview center vibes. Yeah, so they're doing that virtual, obviously, way more technologically advanced, but they're going to be selling park tickets. And then, like you said, you can do this interactive DVC virtual discovery station. So I'm wondering if they're going to have like AR headsets and you can kind of explore the different properties. Um, they are also promising commemorative souvenirs and merchandise. So I'm wondering if this is like 50th stuff or, you know, something exclusive to this location.
1: Hmm yeah we'll have to wait and see
0: yes it is very interesting i can't wait i'm sure you guys will be doing a video
1: yeah yeah i will walk through video and uh, some photos and probably a story with photos and everything as well when it yeah, opens so
0: stay tuned because it could be pretty cool i mean i'm definitely curious about that virtual discovery yeah okay now we are moving over to texas uh Pirates, a Spelunker cave now open at Six Flags over Texas. So it just opened last week. This is a new attraction that puts guests in the middle of a pirate-themed treasure hunt foiled by original characters called Spelunkers. And I don't know if you have seen the story, but we have photos in there. They are pretty adorable, little alien-like creatures. And the setting itself is kind of a luminescent, giving me a little bit of Navi river journey vibe. Um, So, this is a state of the art boat ride replacing the Yosemite, Sam, and the Gold River adventure. And the cool part about this is it's a reimagination of one of the park's first attractions, the cave, that opened in 1964 and operated into 1991. So, this new one, the Pirates of Sri Lanka Cave, features 64 characters as a nod to the cave's opening year of 1964. And if you look, there's a little monkey with a red hat, and it definitely reminds me of the monkey from Mystic Manor.
1: <laughs> yep.
0: You know picture? Like a dead ringer. Uh, yep. <laughs> so they are saying that you will travel in a six-person boat through 17 unique scenes with cinematic magic projection screens, physical sets, and animatronics. So it's kind of a nice getting kind of secret life of pets vibes where you have obviously the projected technology but then physical set pieces in front of it and of course animatronics and i love that this is a throwback to an original attraction which you know theme park fans are all about the nostalgia so to have a little bit of the history and an original opening day attraction celebrated i think this is really cool and i think i would go there just to ride this <laughs>
1: Yeah, I'm, uh, the only part I'm a little sad about is uh, I'm a big Looney Tunes fan, so to lose a Yosemite Sam, I never got to ride it. I've heard that it was mm-hmm. kind of run down and needed to be re- fixed up or replaced, and I know they've been looking at this space for years. I have a friend that lives in the area, actually one of our riders, uh, uh, Skipper Ben, uh, lives by the by this park and, and told me about it, so um, we, I kind of knew something was coming to that area, but um uh it, like you said if it's not going to be looney tunes it's cool that it goes back to something from their history
0: right and they're creating original ip which i love this is six flags you know this is really cool that they have done this um and i want to know more about these spelunkers <laughs> yeah. kind of their origin story so if any hopefully you'll be sending a writer to cover yeah. them i want to yeah. know more
1: <laughs> yeah i need i need to talk to skipper ben see if you can go over there and cover that for us
0: yeah this looks really cool so this is open now again at six flags over texas and back to florida an all-new summer celebration is coming to bush gardens tampa so summer celebration will make its debut on may 27th and run through august 7th and this will combine a firework spectacular extended hours live entertainment, and everybody's favorite, the return of free beer samples. <laughs> so this will kick off a Memorial Day weekend, and they're going to have the return of Cirque Electric, in a, an acrobatic and stunt show, as well as a new Guazi Beats music and dance show featuring drummers, dancing, stilt walkers, and the return of Turn It Up, which is an ice skating show taking place in the Moroccan Palace Theater, which looks really cool. So as the sun goes down, they'll have fireworks. There'll be an extravaganza with uh, fountains, lasers, and other special effects. There'll be also a DJ-hosted block party, and that is where you can get your complimentary beer samples for guests 21 and up. And this is also the perfect time to have some night rides on Iron Gwazi, the fastest and steepest hybrid coaster in the world. So this looks really cool. Perfect for annual pass holders. They're going to be having a pass member lounge opening late summer 2022. Um, so are you going to be heading out to this?
1: I hope so. Um don't have any plans yet, but I want to check it out. It sounds like fun. Um it seems like it's it, I know it's, it says all new. It's kind of what, kind of what they've done before, but just like changed up a bit. So changed up a lot. Um, right. So so different new new acts and new new things like that. So and then Iron Gwazi You can't beat a ride on Iron Gwazi in the daytime or the nighttime. I, right. I've done both. They're both unique. It's. uh it's uh, dark is kind of unique in that you really can't see where you're going. It's so dark out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it gives you a little, a little bit different, different feeling. So uh, it, yeah, if you're going to go this summer, it's definitely something worth we're checking out.
0: Oh yeah. I, I think you're right. Like theme parks around the country are moving to kind of branded names of their summer events. You know, it's not just fireworks. It's a whole thing. So it's exciting that they're doing that. Maybe there'll be some summer celebration merch. <laughs> And of course, lots of beer. (laughs) Yep. Okay. Electric Ocean returns to SeaWorld Orlando this summer. So this will be taking place on select dates, May 27th through September 5th, and will include both daytime and nighttime activities and entertainment. So it's going to be immersive environments filled with light and music, uh, concerts by popular artists, a family-friendly DJ, unique animal counters with special animal ambassadors, themed food offerings, and Ignite 360 an all-new fireworks and fountain show. Plus, uh, kids will be able to participate in special beach cleanups that will turn trash into a beautiful mural. So this is kind of all backed by SeaWorld's commitment to animal care and rescue and, you know, inspiring kids to maybe pursue careers in animal rescue or at least just be aware of the conscious efforts that they're making. So there are gonna be educational presentations, but they sound very fun. So you can meet some rescued birds of prey, primates, reptiles, and they'll kind of tell the story. And then new this year is Rescue Tales Night Vision, a nocturnal version of the Rescue Tales presentation, which sounds pretty unique. And then Elmo and his friends are back in Elmo Rocks at the Nautilus Theater. And this just sounds really fun. Uh, nighttime fun at there was going to include a club electric current when the waterfront will be transformed into a party beneath the waves. And after dark, a DJ will be on hand to spin dance music at Bayside Stadium. And this all leads up to the evening's fireworks finale with lasers, fountains, um, and of course, an important part of everything SeaWorld has been doing lately is their food and beverage offerings. So, the Electric Ocean is going to feature themed bites and sips more than ever, with savory summer classics, some sweet treats, as well as some international and craft brews, as well as their signature coaster cocktails. So, I was looking through the menu, there's a lot of good looking things. There are Banana Foster's beignets which sounds really, really good. And then also the coaster cocktails. So there's like an icebreaker, cotton candy. There is Kraken, which is gonna have whiskey, almond juice, orange juice, and bitters, which sounds delicious. And of course, Mata and Mako will also have cocktails. And then as far as some kind of interesting bites, they are doing uh, beef skewers with homemade chimichurri. There's gonna be empanadas. Uh, Philly cheesesteaks, frozen caperinis, they're kind of really expanding and doing very well in the food and beverage programs for all the festivals they've been doing. I think these last few years they've done. Yeah, it
1: seems like SeaWorld's moving more towards what uh, Epcot's doing and having food at every festival throughout mm-hmm. the year. Um, I don't think they've had this extensive of food for a summer uh, event before. No, and, yeah. Uh, they even got up their own popcorn bucket there. Looks like so. Right.
0: Um, yeah. It looks
1: uh, looks really cool. And if you if, if nothing else, come and enjoy the food. But you're definitely want to going to stay for the fireworks because the fireworks at SeaWorld are some of the best. If you can get into that Bayside Stadium to watch right. them, um, and don't sit up above because you'll miss the high up fireworks. Sit mm-hmm. down below. Get a good seat, and that's part of what it makes it so awesome. Is you can sit and watch the fireworks. You don't have to stand and watch the fireworks. Uh, right. And so you can like, get
0: some snacks.
1: Yeah. And, there you uh, go.
0: <laughs> sit. Take turns using the restroom, and yeah, that is really awesome. And then they are going to be doing private sky tower rides. If you want to watch the fireworks from a really unique vantage point with champagne and chocolate. So right. I'm curious to hear how that goes, and yeah, then also, I might have to uh, that. right? Yeah, I mean that sounds really fun. Um, there's gonna be a Lakeside Grill happy hour from nine to ten on Saturdays only for an additional cost, but that sounds really cool. And uh, Electric Ocean is gonna be running from select dates, uh, May 27th through September 5th. So, I,
1: I believe the other Sea Worlds are also doing Electric Ocean, but we haven't gotten press releases from them yet, so I'm not sure what they have planned excuse me but this one looks really cool
0: right yeah i'm assuming this is going to be the grandest version of it yeah
1: usually is
0: right um but yeah no this looks awesome it's running getting ready pretty soon so hopefully i'm excited to see some coverage of that and hear how the food is because everyone has been raving about their food lately (laughs) okay Ringling Brothers and Barnum & Bailey return in 2023 as a reimagined multi-platform franchise. So the family-owned entertainment company has branched out and will be returning with live productions of The Greatest Show on Earth that will be debuting next year in the fall of 2023. So the circus-based franchise where it all began has expanded now to include consumer products such as toys, games, packaged goods, collectibles, and more, and it says they are planning to extend the brand to theme park attractions and touring exhibits, so that's all in the works. If you remember, in 2019, they had a farewell documentary, and now a new documentary is slated for release that will take viewers on a backstage tour to meet the cast and crew. And learn how the greatest show on earth comes into being. So this is really cool. I know they've announced that they are currently hosting auditions. And it seems like they're going to be playing into kind of cultural, traditional acts all around the world. Which I think is a good way to pivot it. You know, it's very hard with, you know, all the animal stuff that's going on out there. That's definitely going to be pivoting towards, it looks to me, almost like Cirque du Soleil.
1: Yeah, they um, we wrote a story a year ago about them planning to re re uh, return next year, um, uh, uh, but the the big news then was returning without animals. I guess that's still the big news. Um, so yeah, they've you know the show's always been really good and had a lot of uh, really cool acts and almost it's been like a Cirque show, like a Cirque du Soleil show right. already, just with some animal acts thrown in. Now they're removing the animal acts and uh and it's going to be all all uh, performer acts so um i i'm more power to them i'm glad they're able to come back it was sad when they announced they were going away that you know this name that's been around for so long is uh was was ending but uh now they're now they're back and i don't think you know, the average guest is going to know the difference. Even, you know, the, there's always the people against the animals and they'll be happy. Mm-hmm. The people who like the animal acts, I don't think they're going to be like, where's all the animals? I think they're right. not even going to notice. Um, I mean, the biggest animal that you won't notice, that you probably would not would notice, isn't there? Are they all the elephants that they used to right. parade around? <laughs> but um, it's no, still going to be an awesome show, I'm sure.
0: Yes, and I also have to say, usually I am... Not in favor of rebranding of logos. They did an amazing job with their new logo. You have to check it out uh, if you're yeah, listening right to us. But it definitely, you know, has that original heritage spirit of the company. But they kind of just made it modernized.
1: Yeah, it looks great. I love the yep. uh, the the R has uh, part of the R is an exclamation mark, and the rest just 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 looks good.
0: Right. So auditions are taking place in countries now, including Ethiopia, France, Mongolia, Argentina, and here in the U.S. Uh, rehearsals will begin June 2023, and the U.S. tour will officially launch in September 2023, with stops in more than 50 North American cities. So yeah, they, this is going to
1: be cool. Yeah, they... Um their main headquarters is over towards tampa uh, a small town outside of tampa
0: mm-hmm.
1: and uh they've had us out there numerous times it's not just it's the feld company so this huge warehouse part of it's uh, Ringling, part of it's like motocross part of it's disney on ice uh, and part of it's um the monster trucks um which is crazy to have all this in one one huge warehouse but hopefully i'm sure they're gonna have us out next uh summer to uh, check out the show or at least next fall when it does relaunch so we can uh, bring you some behind the scenes footage of uh, them getting ready for this new show.
0: Right. Yeah, this is really cool. It's going to be interesting because I'm sure it's much easier to travel with this massive production without the animals. So I'm wondering how that's going to impact everything. But yeah, uh, we'll keep everyone posted because this is exciting. You know, it's iconic. Everyone remembers it. Everyone knows the name. So it lives on. Yep. (laughs) Yep. For okay, me. Um, that's all we have for you this week in the news and the queue. And before we get to the week's main attraction, let's hear a quick word from our sponsor.
1: Here at Destinations with Character Travel, we offer the best experience with your travels. Need to visit the thrilling Disneyland resort, Walt Disney World, maybe lounge about on a Disney cruise or any other major cruise line? No problem. So if you're looking for a stress and hassle-free vacation, visit us at www.destinationswithcharacter.com. Contact us today and let us plan a magical vacation for you and your family.
0: Bringing you your top news story of the week, whether from your backyard or from around the world, it's time for the main attraction. Okay, so last week we mourned the loss of Monsters Cafe, but this week we can celebrate because Universal has unveiled Classic Monster Trio for Halloween Horror Nights. So uh, movie monsters that we love are going to come together for the first time as part of the annual Halloween Horror Nights in both Orlando and Hollywood. So this is going to be called Universal Monsters Legends Collide, and it will bring together the Wolfman, Dracula, and the Mummy in an all-new house. And this is the first house that's announced for the 22 event, again, in both Orlando and Hollywood. So this is promised to be a unique mashup for the gruesome threesome. Uh, The house aims to expand on the all-time legacy of Universal Pictures' epic horror figures. So the story is going to transport us back to the lurid 19th century setting as the three seek the amulet of Ra. The wolfman believes this ancient relic contains the power to finally lift his dreaded curse, while Dracula and the mummy have nefarious plans to use it to bring humankind to its knees. With a full moon rising and a race against time, guests will find themselves entangled in a bloodthirsty battle between the terrifying Titans and only one will survive. Uh, They have enlisted Grammy award-winning guitarist Slash to collaborate and provide an original composition for the house. Uh, This sounds amazing. If you saw the teaser that Universal has posted, I'm sure you're amped up and ready for (laughs) Halloween Horror Nights. What did you think?
1: Uh, I I always love the the legendary monsters, um, yeah. and it's uh, really funny how this came out right after they left they closing the Great. cafe. <laughs> I'm sure that was uh, planned <laughs> exactly. Um, uh, so yeah, sad that we're losing that cafe, but this is really cool, and we'll always have the the universal monsters. Aren't they're not always part of the Halloween Horror Nights event, but they're always there. At, you know, either uh, at least every other year or or so, we get something from them, and people people love them.
0: Right, uh, Bride of Frankenstein was one of my favorite houses in recent years. I loved yep. it. So they yep. nailing it. Um, also, the tribute store popped up at Universal Orlando, and it's themed to a movie theater. So I have been trying to think, what are they going to do with it? I wonder if this is <laughs> some sort of teaser. It could be totally unrelated. We don't know.
1: Yeah, I, I, I would guess it's unrelated just because they'll do another tribute store just right. for Halloween Horror Nights, but there right. could be some tease in it. We're uh, sending a reporter out on Thursday to get some video of the this tribute store, so we'll, we'll find out then. But,
0: right. um, yes. I'm, I'm yeah, hoping Pat that and, it's a throwback to movie-based um, attractions that were in the park. I yeah, to, yeah because, I love that. Yeah, I'm, uh, that would be really cool. Um, I guess we'll see. <laughs>
1: Yeah, uh, I, um, I, I um, as Brian was saying in our chat that uh, John Murdy from Hollywood has mm-hmm. been posting some things in his Twitter, some details, more details about this, this house here. Um, so he said that, uh, what did he say here? The the coffin of Dracula is an evolution story from the movie when he arrived in London. And that, uh, you know, when Murdy is out of uh, the Hollywood and mm-hmm. um, Hollywood's, houses aren't always the same as the one we get in Orlando. Right. So we can't be sure that the things that he's saying will actually happen in Orlando as well, or if they're just for Hollywood, but, um, it's, uh, either way, it's going to be fun. Um, uh, one of my favorite houses from a few years ago was a monsters, uh, classic monsters house mm-hmm. where they did black and white for part of the right. house. So kind of a flashback to the old movies when they first came out in black and white. So.
0: Oh, yeah. I, I love that one. Yeah. I mean, I'm excited. It's crazy. We're talking about haunt season already. It's May. <laughs> we haven't got to summer. But I mean, I'm sure we're all excited. And again, this was the first officially confirmed house that Universal has announced. Obviously, you can look on Twitter and see all the building that's going on, especially in Hollywood and kind yeah. of guess what other houses we're gonna get but this is the first official announcement and john Murdy is a good follow on twitter because he does post a lot of behind the scenes content some sort of spoilers so that is a good one to follow and so
1: so what's your favorite monster so if it's if <sighs> wolfman versus dracula versus mummy who's who's gonna win
0: it's gonna be dracula i think i just have a soft spot for the dracula at universal hollywood the roaming character mm. He's, they're all so good, and I, so I'm rooting for Dracula.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if it'll be like they did with the Icon's house, where each time you go through house, another person wins. So that would be really cool that to switch be- it out. So if your favorite is the mummy or Dracula, you have to go through the house a few times until you see that person win win the uh, battle, I guess.
0: That's a good point. I love that element of the icon's house. I mean, I love that house in general. Yeah, yeah. All the throwbacks, but that's a really good point. I wonder if they'll do that. Yep. (laughs) Well, I'm sure everyone's excited. Uh, Halloween Horror Nights kicks off 43 nights on Friday, September 2nd in Orlando, where there'll be 10 haunted houses. And in Hollywood, there'll be eight houses and that will kick off Thursday, September 8th. And both events will run select nights through Monday, October 31st, Halloween. And we will keep you posted as more details come out, which I'm assuming they'll be coming out soon. Uh, And again, you can get express passes for these. You can also do the RIP tour. So that's kind of a guided VIP walking tour. And you'll get priority access to each of the houses. There's also private RIP tours. And there is Behind the Screens, and Masking the Horror Tour. And this is good if you are maybe a little scared of Halloween Horror Nights. It's during the day. It's a lights-on experience. So totally different vantage point uh, to take you through a few of the houses. So we will keep you posted. You can get some ticket and vacation packages now. Direct through Universal Orlando Resort. And uh, I know... Tickets are on sale for Halloween Horror Nights in Orlando. We're still waiting on Hollywood to become available soon. So visit uh, HalloweenHorrorNights.com. Okay. Yeah, and that,
1: uh, that RIP tour is definitely recommended. Um, mm-hmm. If you are like me, like the aspect of checking out all the details of the houses and everything that they put into it that you might not see going through at night. And it's also good for people who um are a little bit afraid to go through the houses because mm-hmm. in the daytime you get to go through through and see all those details and not have to worry about somebody jumping out and scaring you
0: right yeah no that's a good point point. and also if you are a 90s kid and love like the sound stages of nickelodeon so the houses are built right in the sound stages so you can be like oh this is where they ran for guts and you could see it in the daytime which at night you just miss so much of the detail because, again, it's so dark. And so it is really cool because these are movie-level sets that they built.
1: Yeah, they're awesome. So,
0: Yes, okay. Well, thank you, for everyone, for joining us. Uh, we want to thank our sponsor, Destination with Character Travel, once again. And just a reminder, everyone, if you could just take two seconds and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you listen to us. And, of course, if you want more coverage from us – uh, I am Carly Caramana on Twitter and Adventures by Carly on Instagram.
1: And you can find Attractions at AttractionsMagazine.com for all these stories and more. Uh, we discuss the a few stories we we pick out that we think are most interesting during the week, and that's what we just discuss here on the show. But we have a bunch of other stories that we didn't have time to get to that you can head to AttractionsMagazine.com and check out, as well as Attractions Magazine on YouTube, where we post uh, at least one video a day, sometimes multiple videos a day so you want to be sure to follow subscribe to us there and then on socials we're at attractions on twitter and at attractions on tiktok and at attractions magazine on instagram and facebook
0: perfect so until next week i hope everyone out there stay safe try something new and most importantly have fun so we'll see you next week guys